Hilf Marshall Jojo. Ja, Topman. Prepare to leave the house. Today you boys will be involved in such activities as war games, ambush techniques, the blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this. Was? Of course you can. Hello everyone and welcome back to Film Optics. My name is Christian and today I'm joined by Devin as always. Uh, just want to say Devin, uh, I never expect you to ask me how my day is going instead of the uh, other way around. I, I, I feel hurt. Well, how are you doing buddy? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, you know what? I always ask Devin how he's doing, but he never initiates it. So let's just uh, throw a little twist in there. But um, as, uh, as I was saying before, everyone, uh, welcome back to Film Optics, a Film Optics review. Uh, today, we're going to be doing a spoiler review of Jojo Rabbit. Um, a few weeks ago, um, I had the uh, privilege to see it. I think it was like three, four weeks ago, three uh, three weeks early at the Nashville Film Festival. And um, since uh, Devin wasn't able to see it until uh, few, uh, yesterday, so you know, I wanted to hold off to do our spoiler review so here's a spoiler review of jojo rabbit and uh before we begin today's review uh you can listen to us uh here on anchor uh spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and um still debating whether i should put this up on youtube i probably will but it might just be a still image so this depends on how long our review is for this but uh, let's just get right into it, Devin. You ready? You ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very uh, exciting. I'll just read the synopsis really, really quick here. Uh, uh, writer slash director Taika Waititi uh, brings his signature style humor and pathos to his latest film, Jojo Rabbit, a World War II satire that follows a lonely German boy, Roman Griffin Davis, played uh, by jo uh, as Jojo, whose worldview is turned upside down when he discovers that his single mother, played by Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a Jewish girl, um, who's played by Tom uh, Thomason McKenzie, in their attic. And also part of this film, uh, Taika Waititi plays Adolf Hitler, which is kind of an aid to Jojo's it's his imaginary, imaginary friend. friend, right? Adolf Hitler. And um, in a lot of movies about Jojo confronting his blind nationalism, he's literally like the poster child for an Aryan race. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, let's get your thoughts first. You know, tell me everything. You know, uh, what, what 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 were you expecting? You know, the, the emotions that you were feeling and whatnot. I know I, I forgot to tell you to bring tissues, so. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting the emotions to hit, like, a ton of bricks, but it did. Um, I remember, like, a year or two ago when they first came up with, like, what this movie was going to be about. I just saw Taika Waititi's name, and I was like, okay, I'm in. But then I read the description, and I was like, that's a little weird. Uh, I'm not sure how he's going to pull that one off. But of course he did because he's Taika Waititi. And he just pulls off interesting movie ideas all the time. Yeah, I really do agree. Uh, you know, when I saw this at first, I, I was kind of confused about what the movie was going to be about. And I went in and I was like, okay, you know, like, I'm just going to go see it. I almost didn't see it. I only had tickets at the time for Honey Boy and Marriage Story, uh, the Jojo Rabbit tickets were a little bit more expensive, 
uh, but they were only showing it for one day, and I was like, you know what? Let's just go see it, see how I like it. And it is one of my top uh, five films of this year, uh, to be completely honest. It just it just kind of blew me away. It's I think it sends a really really great message, um, you know, to to the world. Um, so it kind of reminds us um, not to follow, um, to, to make our past mistakes, essentially. You know, this uh, movie is about, um, you know, it takes place during World War II, but it's, um, it's from the point of view of the children of Germany and, you know, how they're raised with their blind nationalism and um, <laughs> with JoJo's uh, best friend. Oh my gosh, what was he? Yorgi. Yorgi! He, he was so funny. He, I think he was, he came in at the best time. So did Taika though. You know, he wasn't always there, but you know, he was during pivotal uh, moments of JoJo's um, time during World War II. I, I pretty much laughed every time Taika was on the screen. Like, yeah, he was always too. doing something hilarious. Yeah, him and Yorkie, man. I, I think they were definitely the best characters, but everyone had such such great chemistry. You know, Scarlett Johansson had great chemistry uh, with uh, the actor who played JoJo, and then you have uh, Thomason um, um, Kenzie, who, um, you know, she's playing the, uh, the Jewish in the attic well it's not i guess i wouldn't really say the attic it was kind of like a uh you just know just like a wall yeah wall. yeah like upstairs like she lived in the wall and it was it was pretty cool to see you know the the blind nationalism of jojo and you know he's writing his book about jews and he wants to learn everything he can from this jewish girl living um, upstairs um, in, in the wall, essentially. Yeah, like we said, I wouldn't really call it an attic. And, you know, I remember I remember a specific point. Um, this is uh, spoilers, by the way, for everyone, obviously, um, just in case that you kind of forgot, because I know some people do, so I just want to throw that out there. Um, with the, um, you know, he's writing, she, he's asking, um, you know, uh, oh my God, what was her name in the film? Um, Thomas Elsa. Elsa, that's what it was. He's asked, he's asked, he's asking Elsa, you know, hey, can can you like draw me a picture of Jews and like everything that you know about them, and like where all this like craziness comes from? And then he like draws a picture. She draws a picture of him, and all he's like, oh, like this is a picture of my head, and she's like, exactly. That's where like, the, that's where the Jews live. Is yeah, what she said. yeah. I thought that would that that's when it really hit me. Um, and it was like it's so it's, it's all it's, just it's all just made up stuff they have in their head or yeah, have in their head. It's very very powerful, you know. With with any minority race, you know, there's always just random stereotypes that people kind of just hear and automatically automatically believe and um and what have you. It's uh, it's it's crazy, man. But uh, the uh, the dynamic between those two was so good. Like her just messing with him all the time. And just, yeah. like, Toying with them was so funny. She's she's tall, man. She's she's a tall girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. I think she's from uh, New Zealand, um, to be honest. Um, so is Taika, which is actually kind of cool. She is from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. He uses a lot of New Zealand actors in his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense, obviously. Right. <laughs> Damn it. So um, uh, any of other favorite characters besides, uh, you know, obviously Taika and... Um, Yorkie, <laughs> Yorkie. Jo jo Jojo is the big one, obviously, because if if that character doesn't work, then the whole movie just falls apart. Because 
you're supposed to be rooting for a young Nazi, which is very hard to pull off. So the fact that Roman Griffin Davis was able to have you feel something for him and, and actually relate to him in some kind of way definitely like carried the movie. Yeah, and I really like how uh, Scarlett Johansson, you know, uh, played as a mother. She, she, I mean, she obviously took on both roles as mother and father, but especially with the dinner scene when you know the uh, his father's off to war, and but it's it's kind of funny because uh, Scar- Scarlett's character was like the only one who knew that like the war was not going to end the way that they wanted it to. She's like anyone can her, see her that, and um Sam Rockwell's character seemed like they were yeah yeah they, they knew what was going on and we're okay with it right it's like I mean we're not gonna win this war there's no way and um I really like how she kind of uh, switches over to his father when she puts like the black uh, I wouldn't say like black tar but that kind of black paste um it was like know, coal from the he, fireplace or something. yeah. So I, I I mean and you know I was talking to uh Dwayne about this um over on, on the Cinemania World podcast you know he's um he has this theory that um that any well mainly it was originally just Marvel uh actors but pretty much anyone from a big franchise um it's kind of like a curse where you know after they're finished up with a really big franchise their next like project or two just isn't as good well curse broken yeah, well, yeah, I was I was telling him because he he saw Jojo Rabbit and he really really loved it. I was like, dude, I'm like, once you see Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story, trust me, you're gonna think differently about that. But it, in in sense, there is some truth to it. But I think it's it's just you know like it's kind of hard to you know go from one big thing to the next big thing when you know we have Amelia Clark out here saying that she wants to do more indie films which i totally agree with you know indies are where it's at right now to be uh, completely honest and you know it's it i think it's just luck of the draw i mean uh Robert Downey Jr right now is you know i think his next project is Doolittle so i mean but you know th- those are the things that are in right now you know Marvel Star Wars DC all that the huge pop culture um uh i guess um, I'm, crazy. I'm actually kind i'm trying to think I think this might be Scarlett Johansson's best performance. Like, wait until you see Marriage Story. That's all okay. I have to say. No, well, like, up, she's up great now. in both, but I think I lean a little bit more towards Marriage Story. But up until now, I think. Yes. I'm trying to see. I'm looking at her filmography. I've never seen Lost in Translation. That's supposed to be really good, but. She was she great was, in Home Alone. She was so good. <laughs> she so played Home the Alone, sister. Yeah, except me that I loved it. I liked it. What was was it? Home Alone Three. Home Alone Three. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. That was that's literally my that favorite was her one. First movie. I still have it on v- uh, VCR or VHS. Still have it. I think yeah, I have her, her, her performance and her performance in this movie just kind of blew me away because yeah. she she had so much energy and so much like she was just so colorful and like she was so likable, so lovable. Yeah, and she was just like the perfect mom for what JoJo needed. And she was very, you know, with her being a single mother, she, you know, everyone knows the hardships, hardships with it. But, you know, even when he uh, he gets his, like, well, not his face blown off, but, you know, he gets scars on his face. She's just very, she's very tough. She doesn't show her, um, her weakness to her son. And, you know, obviously he finds out that his mom knows about 
you know, the Jew in the attic and his, I mean, it's, it's showing how different his mom is from pretty much everyone else. And, you know, when, um, oh my gosh, uh, when the uh, investigators come by the house to like, do you do, do like their what monthly sweep, uh, looking around and, um, uh, Elsa's like hiding in plain sight, pretending to be Jojo's sister who died and she gets the birth date wrong. And the, uh, cadet from Jojo's camp, like obviously knows that she got it wrong because she mentions it later on but you know she's hiding in plain sight and it it just shows how he he was hiding in plain sight too that's the thing because they didn't make it official but they kind of made it seem like he was gay with that um yeah other... oh yeah yeah with uh alfie allen's uh character <laughs> yeah yeah man you're on Greyjoy now and always yeah, he's and he's. I think he's in John uh, uh, John Wick One as well, uh, Alfie Allen. But yeah, yeah, I really like that character arc for that captain because hmm. it's like when you're living in that time. I feel like he didn't really have a choice into what he was doing because being a gay man in that time, it's pretty impossible. So kind of just had to, kind of just had to live with it. And he he made some actions toward the end to kind of make up for what he's been going through throughout the war. Yeah, I totally agree, especially when, um, you know, towards the end where he essentially saves JoJo's life and right before he saves his life, uh, my gosh, man, um, JoJo's best friend just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> he's, he's just great. He just man. kept showing up. He was like, oh, you're, you're in the army now? He's like, you're 11. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> one of the, like the cannons or like the uh, bazookas went off. He's like. Oh Christ! <laughs> He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> it's just random spurts of like his advancement within the German army. <laughs> He's so like, funny. He's eleven years old. I was like, what is going on right I, now? I kept wondering if that was like historically accurate. <laughs> I'm guessing, like in some ways, it was. Like I don't know how young they got, but I'm guessing it's pretty close. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it was it was really interesting to see, you know how they um you know how how they were training you know the kids to like oh you know like when you spotted you you know blah blah, blah x y and z and then jojo's like how do you spot a jew and then <laughs> i was just telling me all this crazy stuff <laughs> toying around with them you know and and i think what really drove them together was not even the uh the fact that they have their you know, he's trying to learn from her. It was also uh, Elsa's boyfriend, um, you know, who she was waiting for, but she already knew that, you know, he was dead. But yeah. I, I love, I love the the fake letters. He yeah. kept writing. And, then, and then in the same book, he kept drawing different ways that he was dying. <laughs> it was great, man. And it then was, he, just know, kept, he kept reading them all off. Yeah. It, Stephen, it was Merchant, nice... Stephen Merchant was great in this one, too, as the. <laughs> Nazi that was going door to door. Hi Hitler. Hi Hitler. <laughs> they did related for every single person. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> That's like classic Taco TD type humor right there. It really is. But like it's probably, you know, what happened back then. Just literally every single person. Hi Hitler. Hi Hitler. Hi Hitler. <laughs> so I I I had a, I had a blast with this and that this is this is a day one pickup for me. Absolutely. I think it's time to talk about some of the um or the the most emotional part 
Yeah, yes, the most emotional. I was, I was blown away. Ah, uh, yeah, I. So, so they kept, they kept showing throughout the movie, like they kept showing, um, Rosie's shoes, like she kept dancing. They kept showing close-ups of her shoes and everything. Yeah. And how her feet would move when she would dance, and I was like, oh, I wonder what, what that's all about. Maybe they just like how the shoes look. And then later on in the movie, JoJo's chasing a butterfly, and then he um, looks up. I literally, I was like, her. wow. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tore to pieces. I was like, you know, I'm like, it's been a while since we saw his mom. Because they mentioned, they're like, where's your mom? Like, well, when was the last time you saw your mom? And he was like, I don't know. It's been like, what, since like that morning or like later, um, later on, like the night before. And then he's just like walking by like the town square and it shows her shoes. I was like, oh, no. And oh my God, dude, that, that, that sucks. I didn't even see that happening. My, it took me like a second or two to realize what was going on. But then when it hit, my whole body went numb. It was just like Definitely. such a crazy experience. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. Everyone that I wanted to go see, you know, um, in my audience, they were very, very, you know, surprise that i was like oh i'm like i'm like those shoes look familiar i'm like oh, no and it just uh, i don't know man it, it it really did hit me because and then he tries to essentially kill elsa in a way but because you know he's but kinda, he couldn't he couldn't bring himself to do it yeah because he's trying to like correlate you know his like if it wasn't for living in the attic his mom would still be alive but um so i'm guessing the the general is the one who told his you know the uh the, the the authorities of what was going on because of what happened when elsa was hiding in plain sight and you know getting uh his uh his uh late sister's birthday wrong i believe i want to say who, who do you think was did it um the 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 gen the, the gay the suspiciously gay general I don't think Elsa. I think they just kind of like found out because she kept leaving those pamphlets around. Oh, that's right. That's okay. I was confused because I was like, he was like, oh, he's 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 like, you know, he's like, your your mother was a good person, and I was like, and the and the mom was also like, she hadn't shown up in a while before they they get went to the house to, for the um to check out everything. She was she wasn't in the movie for. That's right. A few minutes before then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been a few weeks since I've seen it. And I wanted to go see it again, but it's not showing in any theaters by me. So, you know, that's why we're having, having this because I want definitely want to. I, I got so excited yesterday when I saw it was showing. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, uh, what movie are you going to see today? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, JoJo's showing in my yes. theater. <laughs> to the cinema. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that's, that's great. You know, I've. I mean, uh, so, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, what we liked about the movie. Was there anything that kind of, like, was, like, offset or some um, some scenes or parts you weren't too crazy about? Um, Just some, it's just a really small thing. The sister didn't have too much background. Mm -hmm. She kind of alluded that she died without any, like, reasoning. Same thing with the dad, but less so with the dad, because they kind of explained at the end that he's he's working to help in another country, too. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree. Um, I liked the way that, well, yeah, because I mean, the pacing was great. Um, pretty much, yeah, everything 
was was really great about this movie and it really is a coming of age story as well for jojo because when his uh his mom is talking about how love is the strong, strongest thing in the world and you know he thinks that he loves elsa but he's like i love you but not like love you love you like a brother sister kind of love and i mean obviously it was like okay i'm like if they try to like put these two together i'm like if tiger tries to like hook them up it's gonna be really weird because he's like so much younger than her which is crazy but um i, I really like towards um the end or you know when he's asking jojo um jojo's asking elsa when you know once the war is over what will you do or you know she said she's just wants to dance and that's literally how the movie ends you know yeah that that dancing scene they had was so good it yeah. just like it just made you smile it really did and, smile on your face yeah and right before you know jojo lies to elsa about the war being over because i mean at that time you know his his mother's dead so it's like that's the only other person he really has you know his father's away to war and um you know the uh the suspicious gay general guy i forgot his name um that was his, um he had been taken in by american troops you know because uh, he identifies a nazi and they didn't want uh, jojo to be killed so i mean he saved his life and that was very uh great redeeming quality of him i mean kind of liked him all all the same but was... i also i also loved towards the end he was kind of like taking some of the same things that his mom was was teaching him and using it with um elsa yeah she, he, he also he used the line they're doing their best which is what um rosie said earlier in the movie and then when they're about to leave the house he like does the same kind of thing that she did he's like a mission awaits outside this door it's quite dangerous and then he like swings the door open <laughs> yeah but like i, I can just tell how much of an influence his mom had on him and how how good of a person she was yeah and i really like how i mean you know, when Elsa is like hesitantly walking out the door and it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of like a new world just had, had just opened up. Like the old world it's dis disappeared overnight. And when she sees like the American flag, you know, the guys are holding up the American flag, uh, you know, flying down the street in their car. And then she kind of gets mad at Jojo for lying to her. And then she kind of like quickly gets over it. Slaps him. And then he's like, yep, I deserve that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Um, yeah, I honestly don't have too many corners of the movie myself. I, I would have to definitely agree with, you know, I wish we had a little bit more background with the sister because Elsa was best friends with Jojo's sister. And I wish we would have seen a little bit of that, maybe like a flashback. Maybe even there. just like saying how she died because they just didn't really say anything about what happened to her. Yeah, that is that is very true. Because um, I think they gave a little bit more backstory about Elsa's boyfriend. Yeah, they said he died of tuberculo tuberculosis. Yeah. So yeah, other than that, I mean, this <laughs> uh, this is gonna run this course, I guess. Uh, what, what would you give this movie out of hundred? I'm I'm going I'm going super strong. I'm going 97. Oh, that's, man. Best, that's best of the year right there. Oh, man. You know it what? Is my, it's my best film of the year so far. But better than Parasite. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it, hit me, it hit me harder than Parasite. I yeah. love Parasite, but this one, yeah. this one hit different. Yeah, this, there's something about this film, and I can't really put my, uh, my tongue on it, my nose on it, I should say. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's truly wonderful. Um, I, I would have to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to give it a 97 as well. Um, you know, cause no movie's perfect movie. 
um i know i ranked parasite a little bit higher um this i mean i i enjoyed both but i, I do agree that <clears throat> excuse me that um you know there's something about this movie that really just hits home and it's just so i think it's something that the world needs right now um especially with a lot of you know craziness craziness going on um here in the old usa and you know i think it's just a really nice reminder of you know how uh not to repeat um our history so yeah i also wanted to point out that it's like by having the protagonist be like a 10 year old boy who's a nazi and has all these terrible views it's it works because when he's talking to these adults and they both share the same viewpoint it shows how idiotic and and dumb their views were yeah yeah from it just, it just, it just sounds stupid coming out of their mouths because they're adults especially if, yeah talking yeah from to the adults. child yeah and it's like you know the 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 adults are raising the kids and everyone has the same mindset and it's like okay well obviously this came from somewhere but where and it's it definitely has more of a mindset of a child um when when it comes to that for sure that, that just shows how archaic and dumb the views of the nazis were obviously yeah but it's pretty it's pretty ingenious way to to create the story in a way that you can relate to a young nazi basically but yeah. you can see the, the error in his ways yeah yeah Tycho, he, 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 did, he did a great job he, he did an amazing job you know i uh i i'm speechless like i didn't i didn't apparently it was a, a novel first and he made it into a screenplay oh really hmm yeah i, I would definitely like to read the novel for sure i mean because normally with novels they do go a little bit more in depth so maybe you'll be able to find out more what happened with his uh with his sister and that's probably why they didn't um hark on it too much just because you know the story it's all about jojo and not much of a sister but then again you know, Elsa having the connection with a sister and thus having a connection with the family. I feel like that's kind of important. But yeah, man, um, this 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 is a great review. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap up here? I feel like we should touch on a little about um, just the performance of Adolf Hitler in general, because <laughs> I've seen I've seen like negative reviews, um, which I understand for this movie because. There's some people that won't be able to get past having like this form of Hitler on the screen where he's just kind of like a big dumb idiot and he's just kind of being made light of. I yeah. can understand if you if you don't like that, then I can understand not liking the movie because that would be hard to get past if it really, really hurts to see. Yeah. And actually that brings up a really good point because um <clears throat> uh, one of my buddies one of my buddies, Ricky, uh, he has his own podcast called the Music City Drive In that everyone should go check out, by the way. It's very good. Um, he had tweeted about Jojo uh, um, actually uh, earlier today he had said uh, see here's the thing either uh, you get Jojo Rabbit or you don't the movie is charming funny heartbreaking and the story told is absolutely wonderful I can't wait to own it um, to watch it several more times and I, I definitely agree with that um, again you know like, like you were saying I, I do agree with you know people are like oh you know it's a movie about Nazis but it's like a lot of people don't understand satire nowadays and I wouldn't even call this movie controversial whatsoever because it's I mean it's it's sending a message that I think the like like I've said before the world really needs right now um and it's um it, it, it just speaks in so many volumes I I, I can't I, even... I'll, I'll say it's hard to to 
it's a fine line when you're working as Hitler like mm. that because by making him like making light of him and having him be like this funny goofy guy, I think it is kind of it is kind of dangerous. But mm. I think he did a pretty good job because he just made him a giant idiot at the end of the day and just kept making yeah, fun of him. Yeah, which but... yeah, I mean, obviously Hitler is one of the most famous public speakers, but obviously not for good reasons. But um, <clears throat> I think the way that Taika took on Hitler. I thought it, I thought he did a, a great job when it came to you know putting it more as a satire because it's 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 exactly what it is you know like what would you know JoJo's never met Hitler and you know when he finds out that Hitler dies um, he starts to you know re um, rethink a lot of things that you know he believes in and you know what's going on but it's like okay what would what would Hitler seem to um a a 10 year old kid and honestly it's like i think that's the perfect portrayal of hitler that we could have got for this movie and i think you know telling it from that um you know from a 11 year old boy point of view was perfect versus you know someone who's a little bit older because they might have a different perception of them you know and that would be more dangerous that way yeah and i i I think it was I, i just think it was all thought out because like, like, like you say, you know, it is a fine line when you're talking about Nazis, but he just, like, I, I don't even know what genre to even put this in. I mean, like, it's, it's a comedy, it's satire, but, you know, it's also drama, dramedy, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it it's was, definitely mostly comedy, but the, for me, at least the drama just hits so hard. I know I've heard some reviews saying that the drama aspects didn't work as well for them, which I can kind of understand because of the tonal shifts going on, but yeah. for me, it really worked. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, if someone could take this screenplay and kind of make, or like at least Taika's version of of uh, Hitler and kind of transition this into like a stand-up comedy act as of, you know, like, hey, you know, like you talked about World War II. It's like, imagine World War II from, you know, a a German kid's eyes and, you know, Hitler being his best friend. I, I, I don't know. I, I think main, I think that, um, it could work in a comedy, stand, uh, comedy standup point of view. Someone's like, you know, making fun of Hitler while, uh, while obviously, you know, portraying him, but <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it, I, I, I understand why people are not too crazy about it, but I haven't seen too much backlash. So that's good. Yeah, it's like an eighty percent user view on, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is is still good. But yeah. obviously, there's the few that that can't get past everything. I love yeah. the detail at the end where he has the bullet holes in his head. That was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I really do wish people could get over that fact and just enjoy it for what it is. And I feel like a lot of people don't or don't even try to enjoy something for what well, it is for this for this specific movie i i really do understand because it's just such a terrible topic in the first place so if you can't it get past is. that i can i can really understand why yeah no i i totally agree but i i also believe that this movie does a really good job of you know explaining what was going on and you know the the personal stories of some of these people i mean you know we've seen Anne frank things like that um and i mean sorry we, we've seen anne frank we've seen uh what inglorious bastards where you know like oh the nazis are always the enemy 
but you know when it comes to children you know it's kind of like hey like this is how essentially probably how they were molding the young minds of these uh of these kids and i feel like they should have i don't know i i just i was i mean it obviously is well received i just wish more people would give it more of a chance uh it's kind of like with uh watchmen the new hbo uh series that's going on a lot of people don't like the you know the racial undertone of it and it's like you know like if, if i mean th this is like this is like a direct sequel after the comic books which no i've not read but i have watched um uh zach snyder's uh adaptation of watchmen the uh I think it was like the director's cut or the Schneider cut, you should, I should say. Um, and, you know, just, I, I, I just wish more people would have been more understanding and just enjoying it for what it is and trying to learn from it instead of saying, oh, you know, I don't want anything to do with this film. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, watching it, because I didn't know what it was going to be about. I didn't know how funny it was going to be or how serious it was going to be i think it had that perfect balance and you know I, I just think a lot of people can learn from it that's all but yeah sorry for that little tension <laughs> yeah i also thought it was interesting that taika is actually um jewish himself yeah and that that really adds another element to it mm -hmm. yeah and you know we we both have you know jewish friends ourselves and you know it's, i think it's just important like who better to make a story about this than you know the people that um were essentially being oppressed at that time and it really just sheds a different light and really hope that um i, I just hope more people go see it I, i'm glad it's getting the praise that it's getting so sorry if i keep repeating myself there but uh anything else you wanted to uh touch on before we uh wrap up here i i haven't felt emotions like that from a movie since endgame i know it's not that long ago but that's just the amount of emotion i felt yeah I I, to I totally agree. I mean, even when I went to go see Endgame, I think with the, uh, you know, when they did the re-release, they're like, oh, you know, it was like 10, 15 extra minutes of footage. I'm like, these are just like extra bonus scenes that you can find on the DVD. E like, even seeing that again that time, I still got goosebumps though. Like, yeah. with all the good mo big moments. Yeah, well, like the girl sitting right next to me, like during, t like, Tony's death, like literally bawling her eyes out. To the, like to the point where like I couldn't even like pay attention to the movie, and I didn't want to be like, yo, like, are, are you okay? Like, hey, can you kind of like you know tone it down a bit? Because hey, I didn't want to be that guy, and I was like, I'll just suffer through it. It's fine. <laughs> but like she, like she was with her like boyfriend, I'm pretty sure, and yeah, sitting right next to me, just bawling her eyes out. Just, I think she was the only person crying in the entire film. I was like. Wow, but I'm glad that it re made it reminded me of how much of an impact, you know, Endgame and these Marvel movies in general have made um, on 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 the, uh, the the fandom, essentially. So yeah, that's what that's what makes JoJo so crazy to me because it's just, it's a standalone movie and it still had the same emotional impact as yeah a movie twenty or ten years in the making. Yeah, and you know, I mean. If Martin Scorsese doesn't say that cinema, I don't know what to freaking tell him. Yeah, I want Martin Scorsese to watch this, and then if he says it's not cinema, or if he says it is cinema, well, he did Thor, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, Martin, he was he was a producer. I'm pretty sure he helped with Joker anyway. He almost directed it. Like, yeah, like, okay, whatever. Any who's there. Um, <laughs> thank boomers. you. Boomers. <laughs> 
<laughs> boomers I, I swear man first terminator when we went to go see that like literally every single boomer like i was the only like millennial probably in the entire theater and <laughs> i saw harry yesterday as well it was not good interesting did not, did not really didn't it was eh, it was very meh in general but um every anyway uh thank you for Joining me as always, Devin, and um, everyone listening, uh, thank you for listening uh, to our spoiler review of Jojo Rabbit. Um, again, you can find this review on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and if you're listening on iTunes, uh, make sure to give us a rating. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that before, but that's okay. Um, well, as I've stated um, in our Terminator video, you know, I just want, um, or podcasts, I just want uh, to get a little bit more honest feedback to see what we can improve on and to make it a more enjoyable experience for everyone. And if you have the ability, <laughs> go see Jojo Rabbit and go see Parasite. And go it's see the, Don't Mind the originality, <laughs> originality we need in this day and age. And yeah. I, I, it's gonna get I some agree. Oscar hype. So if you're into the Oscars, we're like what Oscars. 90 days away, something like that from the Oscars. So that's pretty exciting. I hope I hope they're both nominated for best film. I really hope so. I hope it does. I hope Parasite doesn't get snubbed like uh, Roma does. Roma was at least nominated, but it did probably get snubbed for yeah. winning it. I mean, hey, people like Green Book, Driving Miss Daisy, so <laughs> Driving Miss Green Book. Driving Miss Green Book. But anyway, everyone, you can follow us on uh, Film Optics. Um, optics is spelled with uh, X, so that's O-P-T-I-X. Um, and you can, yeah, follow us there, and we'll uh, see you guys in the next one.